Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You don't know, like, you couldn't put a finger on, like, what really sort of ended it for you and Christine? The one family thing was my goal. Once she went, I can't be one family, I went, well, then I can't, I can't really, like, it, it's not working for me with you. She said, I can't be one family? She was indicating that in every way with the one house idea. She was angry about it. And because it got so toxic, her and I started to really talk about it in depth. Yeah. She, she unraveled my world. It was just conversations. And I'm not blaming her. I'm saying that it wasn't working for her. And so I started going, this polygamy thing just doesn't work. Because I, I couldn't, I, I was suffering from the loss of the vision that I had for our family. Yeah. And I, I couldn't re-correct my direction and the vision for that. to another episode of everyone's business but mine 2024 editions our first episode of 2024 sister wives edition shocked to have to admit that not only were the extra surprise episodes of sister wives good but i gotta talk about both of them so we're going to be doing a bonus episode this week so check that out it'll be out tomorrow Tomorrow we're talking about Sister Wives Look Back. This episode we're talking about Sister Wives Talk Back. The difference being, (laughs) there barely is one, that the Sister Wives Talk Back is where they talk about the premiere and finale episodes of season 18. So, let's get into it. We have so much to get into. The personal dynamics, incredible. Let's set the scene, shall we? First of all... Let's give half a clap, collectively, one, two, three, to Robin for what appears to be happening on her eyebrows, microblading. We did it. Are they good? They're getting there. They're getting there. Let's celebrate that. You know, prosperity in our eyebrows and in our hearts in 2024. I want that for all of you. You know, even Robin. They're sitting on a couch together, right? Like Beavis and Butthead, obviously. Everybody else is filming individually. Janelle's background is these two iron towers of wine bottles. And it's like they couldn't decide which side she should sit on. But they're like, definitely keep the towers of wine bottles behind Janelle at all times. The episode begins with Mary... Out in Parowan, taking out two trash cans to the curb at the Haunted Mansion. Like, you know, as we, they have nothing to do with Mary. (laughs) They got nothing. Christine says she's got her smiley face slippers on, but most importantly, she's got her Moscato for the occasion. Bart and Ura, 
if you guys were interested, it's the, um, it's like a bright blue, kind of like a Grecian blue bottle. If you guys want some, I knew, I knew she was a Moscato bitch. Like I know Christine likes it real, like a real sweet drink. Frozen, preferably. In about three years, she's going to find out about an espresso martini and that's going to be a life-changing moment for her. And I'm excited. But for now, we're still like a lot, a lot of Kahlua, a lot of wine, but like sweet wine, red blends, Moscato, that sort of thing. I'm not happy for her. You know, I'm really, really happy. I would like Christine. Oh, Christina Janelle should open up a wine club. Just to see what they've got. Back in the day, <laughs> actually several Housewives iterations have done this, but I'm more thinking of Vicky and was it Tamara that had Wine by Wives that seemed to last about 14 minutes? I'm not sure if anybody got a shipment, but they did talk about it at one point on the show. Anyway, I would like that for Janelle and and Christine. I actually think that's a really good idea. Like, my sister Wine's closet <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop that anyway let's move on so basically you can tell that robin does not want to do this because one thing about robin we all know this a controlled woman and by control i mean she won't talk about anything she'll pretend to not remember things aka sicko mode and when in doubt try to drum up a tear the tears come occasionally, but the point is the effort that you make into making it appear like you cry. That's what matters. So the fact that she has to sit here and just do like raw, unedited, she can't sit there and like be asked a question and then just be like, <laughs> to try to get out of answering it or like to give her a little time to like craft an answer that makes her seem like a victim. This is just like real. The real Robin. The real Robin Brown. And, and she hates it already. It hasn't even started yet. So naturally, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Cody's acting like he's some sort of YouTube family vlogger while Robin's sitting there miserable. And so that really adds, you know, the frosting on the cake for me. She straight up looks like a hostage. At one point, Cody puts the camera up to her face and she looks like this is like dependent on me getting beans for dinner tonight. Like it really was giving hostage. So in our first segment, Cody's talking about the state of his relationships, right? We're in the premiere where he's giving us all the info of where we are with the Brown family as of now. At that point, Christine had kicked him out, you know, so he says, although Christine says that she did not fully kick him out of the house, she kicked him out of the bedroom, her bedroom, and basically how he really hadn't been functioning in a relationship with Mary for seven or eight years. Mary's response to that is like, I feel like I'm watching a totally different person compared to, you know, we get our classic montage of their old pictures, their wedding photos, you know, the photos from them on the snowy banks from back in the day. She's like, I feel like I'm looking at a totally different person. And I feel like this is now Mary's fight song. Like Cody has somehow been like invaded by some body snatchers and she's just looking at a shell of the man that she used to know. And you know, that's tough for her and it's tough to watch because I, I, she's getting like, she gets so close and then, you know, then we have to like play these games and I, I don't want to play them, you know, just like we're so close. And we, we got like four more therapy sessions, but before I think we really get there with Mary, unfortunately, because of the delay on the show, we're not going to find this out until 2027. So hang in there, hang in there guys. So basically after that, they make Cody answer a viewer question. I can tell production is over Cody Brown and Robin and they're like giving it to him heavy. The first question they ask Cody or the question that they make Cody answer right out the gate is, will you ever, will we ever get a different hairstyle out of you? <laughs> and at this point, I'm already in love with the episode. Cody claims, well, uh, we have seen about five different hairstyles for me, you know, since the show's begun. Like, it was like weird, short, weird, shorter dry and beastly when we were in Vegas and I think he's trying to make a joke and like I'm laughing but not with you 
Robin is very proud of herself when she reveals, and I would have kept this to myself, babe, that she was the one who told him about the curly girl method. That's why we've been hit with these, like, you know, little house on the prairie curls for the past seven years. So thanks, Robin. Then they asked Janelle, what, like, if you were to give yourself your younger self advice or, like, if you were to change anything from your past, what would you tell yourself? What would you change? And she talks about how she would have gone a lot further with her education, how she would have been a lot more assertive with the sister wives, been a lot more brave, tried to rock the boat, had the tough conversations that she was just smiling through. And I'm like, that's very interesting. With who? Who would you have had that? And why Mary? And can we just expand on this uh, dish soap story? Because, like, now I'm actually really invested. It sounds very trivial and dumb. But you guys keep pussyfooting around what actually happened. So now I want to know, like, what happened with the Dawn soap all those years ago that makes going into the kitchen and sharing a kitchen together so frightening for everybody? What happened? Mary, you better put that in your book, girl. And I want the truth. Then they play a clip where Janelle's talking about how there's basically been no change in the relationship with Cody and the kids and how much of that has to do with Robin and Robin now has found a new symptom of her sicko mode, which is to just act like she's dumb, you know, like she can't look at the TV. She's not willing to watch these scenes. She's just pretending like there's no TV in front of her. Or whatever. It's very interesting. Cody claims that the idea that the boys are not welcome in his home is just a narrative that Janelle has been feeding him. And Robin whispers, that's not true. That's not true. Cody, this would be very easily solved by you calling them. Like, if what you're saying is that Janelle is just, like, making them feel like they're not welcome... Why wouldn't you just call them or text them an edible arrangement, a messenger pigeon, something to let them know that's not true. Just come over. I still love you and very much want to hang out with you. This seems like a very simple solution to solve. And yet now it's been like three years and you haven't spoken to most of your children. But that's Janelle's fault for feeding them a narrative. Okay. Okay. Just... That's interesting. But you know who does tell the truth? Thank God, Christine, who says Cody doesn't want to have a conversation. He wants the kids to agree to anything that he says and all the demands that he puts out on them. But the issue with that is that the kids actually have their own opinions and they're strong and they're, they have their own voices and they don't want to do that. The way this man just like, I mean, Serena Williams, all due respect, has nothing on Cody. The way he's able to just like bounce that ball all over the court, expertly, swiftly, and you don't even see it coming. With all of his justifications for things, because it's like it really goes from one side of the court to the other. One side of the court, he's saying, it's all Janelle's fault. And then the second, like, we just have no reverence for the fact that these most of these children who aren't fucking with you are grown-ass adults who make their own choices. They're not being... um brainwashed and you know why he thinks that it's because it's happening over at his house anyway um so then they air the part where cody is talking about how hurt he is over the divorce with christine and janelle they basically call bullshit on that because janelle says he's been telling me for years that he was not interested in a relationship with Christine, that he wasn't physically attracted to her. So why is it that he would be so hurt now? Exactly. Exactly. Janelle. Then they ask Christine, like, why do you think Cody's still angry? Why can't he let you go? He's got three other wives. And Christine goes, I know very sarcastically. I know. I did not know he loved me so much, right? Like, it's very sweet if you think about it because he wouldn't be this mad if there was so much love that was lost. Hmm. <laughs> exactly, girl. He does not make any sense. Like, you you go from, like, you never loved her at all to this is the most 
heart crushing thing that's ever happened to you and you have gone into dark night mode and and you're just like sitting on a porch like a gargoyle with your cape on in the rain just wondering how it all went so wrong and what happened to your big picture it's like how do you have a big picture with somebody you don't even like according to you you didn't even like this bitch not at any point you never loved her. You were playing playing love, playing husband with her for the past 30 years. But apparently she ruined everything. She brought all the children with her. Like a little snake. Okay. Okay. Okay, Cody. And then Mary's insight on the dynamic is that it just seems really weird that Cody is acting like he has no idea what's going on. Because he basically has that same dynamic with Mary as he does with Christine, although they're in opposite roles, it's kind of weird that he doesn't see that. Or maybe he does. Either way, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 Then they show everybody a tweet from Starcasm that shows a picture of Flagstaff in 2073, where it's like this bustling, futuristic metropolis with Coyote Pass in the foreground, it's still completely undeveloped. Cody clearly doesn't get the joke. He's like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Well, it might still be like that because it's undeveloped. Duh, bitch. That's why it's funny. I mean, it's, like, so frustrating when people don't have senses of humor. Like, how fucking boring your life must be. This is, this is most of Cody's problem is that he does not get a joke. And that's the true nightmare, you know? <laughs> that's really one of the worst things of all. And then Robin looks at the picture and goes, Well, I like it because it's got my dad's bench there still. Well, I could still be sitting there even in 2073. Okay, girl. And then things get juicy. Because they play a clip where Janelle tells Christine she's having a separate Christmas from Cody. Because he expects to have this conversation with his boys, blah, blah, blah. Like, we all know, right? It didn't happen. That's what it was hinging on. Cody tries to wax all philosophical about Janelle. And he says, you know, she's blaming me for everything instead of telling the truth. And the truth, which is that, like, she didn't want to spend time with Mary or Robin. And Robin looks over at him very confused. And she goes, but is that what Janelle said? And he goes, no. That's my interpretation. <laughs> I've been watching these episodes and what I've seen is Janelle specifically punching a button to make me look bad with the family. So then Robin goes, so you didn't want to do Christmas separate? And Cody goes, <laughs> no. And so Robin goes, well, why does she keep saying that then? Like, you know why, girl. We all know why. Cody says that Janelle is just saying that to destroy his character with the family. And when Robin doesn't say anything to that, Cody just goes, she's a shitty sister wife. So Robin goes, wait, 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 stop. Like, a shitty sister wife? You need to stop making this about the sister wives. So then Cody tries to say, oh, no, no, no. Like, everybody was working together in Vegas, but now everybody's just blaming me and you. And Robin says, I know, but you always talk about the sister wives and you never talk about your actual relationships with them. And you need to stop pointing the fingers at the wives. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. And at that point, I'm like, do I have a temperature? Maybe I have COVID. Because who is this, Robin? What child is this? Thank you. I was very certain. Bet my bottom dollar that there was not a chance in hell that all these times Robin was like, <laughs> in the confessional, talking about how she, behind the scenes, is always encouraging Cody of things that we never see her talk about on camera. And now, here we are. She actually is. Now, I have to give her one and a half claps for that. So, we want to do it all together? One, two, three. This is one, and then this is a half. Okay? So... Good for her for saying that. Please keep my name out your fucking mouth, sir. Respectfully. Ugh. Like, we're not even talking about the sister wives. We're talking about Janelle. Thank you. Ugh. Whatever. 
So then Cody claims that this is about the whole family picture. And not just about him. And Robin just rolls her eyes and puts her hands in her head. Like, just like, I can't with this bitch. I can't. I'm really wondering, though, like, are these conversations that are just happening now, like, we're watching them as they're happening? Or are these the actual conversations that she's been having with him in, in real life? Or is this, like, the first time that she's actually stood up for herself? That's what I would be curious about. Anyway, then a viewer asked Janelle, why do you think Cody's so angry when it seems like he's getting what he wanted? So Janelle says, well... There actually was a long time where Cody did want this big family, the big picture. So she feels like part of the anger that Cody has is just that he sees that that big picture is no longer, right? It's dissolving. But then he also started saying things like how he was tired of being the one to shoulder all the responsibility for all the relationships. So again, one side of the court to the other. Cody's response to Christine saying on the show that he basically abandoned his relationships with his children is... Wouldn't you guess it, that it's all Christine's fault because she kicked him out of the home and that's why he has relationships with all the Robbins kids because he lives in the house with them and if she kicked him out of the home, that would be a different dynamic and it's like, okay, yeah, of course it would be a different dynamic if you don't have live-in access to your children. We get that. But the point is, you shouldn't leave the house and none of your kids talk to you you're you're really pussy popping in a way that's like frustrating me i've been very patient with this man okay i know i called him all manners of bitch but that is me being patient with cody brown okay <laughs> but now i'm like my patience is running thin i really like i'm just like he can't stop talking about her and it's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing. Like, and everybody sees it, even Robin. You can physically see the cluster headache forming in Robin's head as he's talking about uh, how his relationships completely failed because she kicked him out of the house. Listen, don't you see how that makes you sound like a loser? Not her? You don't hear that? Dummy? <laughs> like, now mind you... Peyton wasn't living in the house when they broke up. Neither was uh, Aspen. Um, neither was McKelty. And, like, McKelty's kind of talking to you, but, I mean, she doesn't really seem to like you that much either. What, what about Logan? What about Logan? Logan's not Christine's kid, and he doesn't really seem to be fucking with you, and he hadn't lived with Janelle for quite some time. Is Chanel Logan's kid? I sometimes I get him mixed up. Yeah, yeah, because Christine only has Peyton. So, you know, what's that about, babe? What's that about? Hmm. Anyway, then Janelle watches a clip where Cody says that she is undermining his rules as leader of the family, and she says, "What?" When Cody says undermine, what he means is that I just had a different opinion. And it actually doesn't even matter what my opinion was because he wouldn't listen to it anyway. He doesn't even bother to factor that in. It's just the fact that I have any opinion that's different from his. So that's what he means. Then they play the clip where Janelle says that one of the best things about Cody was the fact that he was an engaged father to whatever degree she believes he is. But she can't really be in a full relationship with him when he's estranged from their children. So Robin looks over at Cody and says, do you want to be an engaged father? And Cody goes, oh, well, I would. But, you know, like, it would be nice if she would make it easy for me to be engaged. Like, but, you know, she's separating me from the kids. And Robin rolls her eyes and goes, no. Do you want to be an engaged father? And he says, of course I do. And Robin mumbles, that's what I thought. But then his dumbass just keeps talking about how he basically only engages with the children that engage with him. But then he tries to be like, you know, it's also the ones that don't engage with me. But like, if they don't want to engage with me, you're like, yeah, maybe I probably have some relationship issues with some of my kids. But more than likely, that relationship issue is a representation of that the mother has to the children about me. Imagine, like, he has to really think about this for a lot, a long time. Like, imagine how much of his day 
is taken up by trying to find any way to justify blame Christine for everything bad that has happened to him, even when it happens to Janelle's kids. And like, where, again, where's Leon landing in all of this? Where's Mary's kid landing in all of this? Like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. We did keep it light a little bit because somebody did ask Christine if she owns a toaster yet because in the series premiere she talked about how toasters kill more people than sharks every year and so that's why she puts all the toast in the oven and then she proceeded to burn all of said toast. She said her sister saw that clip on television, sent her a, tel- a toaster with the message, you're ridiculous, and that's it. So, I don't disagree, girl. And then Robin, all the good faith that I had in her, which was very little, gone. Because they play the clip where she's talking to Mary about how she's like, maybe not sure if possibly she had been duped into coming into the family under false pretenses. And maybe she didn't know the full truth about what was going on with the family dynamic. Even though both Christine and Janelle say they very much wanted that big family. One... In the beginning, also, Christine says that they were very honest with Robin about the dynamics going on with the family when she entered. They, She very much knew about Christine having issues with Cody. She very much knew about Christine having issues with Mary. So she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like, oh, I, I have no idea. What's going on? Where am I? What, what's my name? Why does my neck look like this? But then... Here's Robin, who's saying on the couch that she has no idea. Or she just didn't know why. Then Cody goes on the strangest, you guys, the weirdest rant about how when you're focused on a common goal, you might forgive the sins of the past. So, like, if you were in a good relationship with somebody, if you guys, like, have a mutual goal, then maybe you forgive some, like, discrepant, not discrepant, you know, discretionary issues or whatever, But then, you're not going to believe this, Christine comes up again. He says that when he asked Christine why she didn't want to move into the big-ass house on Coyote Pass, it brought up all these bad memories for him that he had of her. (laughs) Are you following this? Because I barely could. He said that he wanted to build that stupid-ass house that... Only Janelle wanted to move into, by the way. Recall correctly. Mary didn't want to move in. She didn't want to say anything. Robin didn't either. She really didn't want to say anything. Janelle was the only one who wanted to move in. Christine was the only one who spoke up for herself. He said that everything for them fell apart when he asked her why she didn't want to move in. And so, wouldn't you believe, she gave examples and reasons as to why she didn't want to move in. And that brought up bad memories of Christine for him. And then suddenly he could no longer forgive her for the sins of the past. So again, we asked the question, why are you so upset with her then? If you didn't love her and you couldn't forgive her for all these terrible things that she did, like eat nachos in front of you when you had a little tummy ache, then why the fuck do you care? So Robin asks him, okay, what was the one thing that actually ended your marriage with Christine? And he goes, well, she didn't want that one big house, and so she didn't want that one big family. To which Robin goes, but is that what she said to you? And he goes, well, that's what she indicated with the one house idea, but I'm not blaming her. You know, it was just she didn't want to have one big family, so I was suffering from that, but I'm not blaming her at all. I was really suffering from the thing that only Christine did, but I'm not blaming her. But I did suffer from that. Then they play a clip where Robin's talking about how she basically came into this family because she wanted to save space for her, for her kids, right? And how ultimately it wasn't safe for them. To which Christine sits there in silence for several seconds. And finally she says, that's bullshit. It was safe for them. He just played favorites. And yeah, maybe I did nag about it. But you can't play favorites in a situation like this. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And then they asked Janelle, if you had known how all this was going to go down with Cody, would you have left sooner? And she goes, well, no. I would have continued to be in a relationship with Cody had he continued to treat our kids well. Like, straight up, I would still be with him. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, I don't know. That would be such a different dynamic. Because then Janelle's like, if you consider your family with Christine, your family, including her kids, and you see him also, let's just say it just went to abandoning Christine's children, how much of an issue would that be for you if they're like one big family? I really wonder. But then it's like, do you break up your family because somebody else's relationship didn't work? She didn't, he didn't treat her kids right. But... I kind of feel like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just don't see how you can see, watch a man be picking and choosing which children he treats well. Even if he technically treats yours well, I kind of feel like if he's shitty to five, six of the 18, then he's shitty to all of them. You know what I mean? Anyway. So then they ask Cody and Robin. The incredibly simple question of, do you still believe in polygamy? And Robin's response is, I don't know. I'm just very confused right now. (laughs) About what? (laughs) About what? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then they have to address Christine talking about how a lot of the family traditions change or ended when Robin joined the family and Cody says well what Christine's actually referring to is the fact that the family used to have family Fridays but that changed when they were in Vegas because some of the kids got older they were busy whatever the wives are just blaming it on Robin and Robin goes oh that's just because they don't know me and Cody looks over at her and goes nobody knows you Robin (laughs) okay Okay. (laughs) After that, Cody goes on another weird rant about how ultimately he could only stomach Mary in small portions. Okay, now we're here on one side of the court, right? He could only stomach her in small portions. And that was in the best of times. And that they did not get along. But it's not her fault. They were just incompatible. But then he pivots to say that he thinks that, you know, if she comes out of the situation not too bitter about it, he loves to call a woman bitter. That he actually thinks that he and Mary could be really good friends. And Robbie goes, but I thought you just said you didn't get along with her. And he goes, well, I don't. But, you know, I, I look at her. And when I see her, I don't feel anger like I do with Janelle and Christine. <laughs> Weird. Weirdo stuff. Then a viewer asks Cody and Robin... They really kind of mention, actually, the fact that none of the kids have gone on to live in plural marriage. Cody's response to that is, well, one of the wives said to me that she didn't want any of the kids to live in plural marriage because it was too hard. What does that have to do with anything? Like, first of all, we know it's Christine because that's all you can fucking talk about. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Then they play the clip from Christine and Cody at the Salsa Brava, right? And Robin low-key throws Cody under the bus over the discussion about him being sick with COVID. Like, so sick and how she and Gwen were kind of laughing about it because he's really dramatic and tends to make everything about him when he's sick which is similar to how he is when he's well quote unquote but then she says like I don't even know where 
Christine was getting that information from because I, this is Robin saying, like, I don't understand why Christine got all this information about Cody being, like, so dramatic because I was on my deathbed and you were still pushing through and taking care of the kids. Which, Robin, that completely blows Cody's story up because he was acting like he was so sick and then he told Christine he was on the fetal position on the floor crying. (laughs) But here you are talking about how he was playing Mary Poppins while you were on your deathbed, meaning he was fine. And then what you know, this nerd, this nerd, Robin tries to clean it up a little bit later but says, well, I think maybe Christine was saying that like, because remember, she was like, I'm not married to him anymore and I'm so happy. She tells Cody, I think maybe she was saying that because, you know, she was just like angry. It wasn't necessarily referring to you having COVID and having to take care of you. Because like, if she had seen how you were, it was really bad, Cody. You had a loss of optimism. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. That is not a symptom of COVID, Robin. A loss of optimism? That's the best you can give him. Because she was there. She was there. All her kids were sick. And what Cody had was a loss of optimism. God bless. Thank you for thank you for revealing that, Robin. That was a real treat. A New Year's treat for us all. Okay, let's move into uh, part two. Why is she back? She's back? I what is she doing? What is she doing back? Why doesn't she just leave? If this is not about her, why is she so... I okay. And maybe if I'm there, then I can sort of say, well, let's not make any decisions today. Yeah, don't make a decision today because for the last seven years, things have been peachy keen. I'm sorry, this is, again, it's selfish. It's not fair to not let this come to an end. It's not fair. Why would you want to interfere? I think by trying to stop it and giving support and cheering on for all these years may have created a situation that really went on longer than it should have. That's just my opinion. So when we get to part two, they also make Mary start the episode off by doing chores for some reason at the Haunted Mansion. So in this episode, she's making the bed and I'm really hoping that this is her personal bedroom And not a guest bedroom at the Haunted Mansion because there's a lot of things happening here. Like in one corner above her headboard, there are two creepy, but I'm sure heirloom Victorian dolls. They're never not going to be creepy for me. That's just the truth. There are multiple stuffed animals. There's a panda and a couple other critters. Um, There's some pill bottles. There's a couple of reusable water bottles. There's a sign that says, find something you would die for and live for it. A lot to unpack there. And then there's another one that says, give it to God and go to sleep. Which, honestly, I really related to that one. That one resonated with me. She's also wearing a hoodie that says, vibin' and thrivin', which you can find on eBay. It is shock of all shocks LuLaRoe you can find it for either $25 or $54 and I really pray that you find the $25 one first if you have to buy it at all so I'm gonna put prayers up for that one the beginning of the finale is Mary talking about her covenant with Cody right and how she didn't break it Cody was the one but Robin looks over at Cody and asks do you feel like you broke any covenants? And he says, no, because Mary is the one that had the affair. But then he also says that what she had was not a physical affair. And so because of that, he was still willing to reconcile with her, which would maybe suggest to me that maybe you didn't feel like Mary broke a covenant, right? Because if you could reconcile and bounce back from that, which you didn't, by the way, then it doesn't seem like a covenant would have been broken. I don't know. Like, this is what we're all thinking. Like, you say so many things that are so different and don't make sense together. It's just a lot of, a lot. Christine then says that she agrees with Mary saying that Cody did pull back from her emotionally, like, way before the catfishing incident. And Christine also says that she agrees that, like, because back in Vegas... Cody pulled back emotionally with everybody. 
but it was especially bad for Mary. And then Cody, who was not shut up about Christine, not one time, since she told him, get the hell out of my bedroom, says that he does not understand why Mary keeps bringing up the fact that he himself said that he did not consider himself married to her and how insulting that was. And then he says, I think she says that because she's just addicted to being a victim. Well, you would know, bitch. You out of anybody would know. You call him like you see it. And you see it because you know it. Girl. (laughs) I just don't know how Robin does it at this point. Like, is this what he does when he's not too busy trolling the David Yerman website for new arrivals? Like, he's just like rambling. Like the fucking jinx about how nothing is ever his problem. Everybody else is addicted to being a victim. But you cannot keep Christine's name out of your mouth. It's truly laughable. Then they play the clip where Christine is introducing the fact that she and Janelle are going to Idaho to visit her brothers, right? And they do something that I've never seen before. Which is that they show this close up of Cody sitting on that couch looking so annoyed. Like imagine the most bratty, spoiled kid laying back on the couch, checking his watch, rolling his eyes. He is seething. And thank you to the editors for making sure that we saw that. There seem to be two factions on what Christine and Janelle's relationship has been historically, whether they've always been good or not, because Mary kind of says the same thing that Cody's been saying this whole time, which is that for the most part, Christine and Janelle did not get along, historically speaking, but... She also says she's really glad that they do get along now, unlike what Cody's been saying that, you know, he feels like they have, uh, you know, joined together in some sort of coup against Cody. So it is a little bit different from what Mary said. So then Cody and Robin get a viewer question, which is, Cody and Robin, I think it's awesome that you guys found each other and just want to be together. I think you should just own it and just say that. Lisa Rinna. Beverly Hills, California. (laughs) And Cody says, well, Jeff, I think you're a victim of 20 hours of our lives versus 365 days. And of course, Robin is trying to cover his mouth because she's his translator as he's saying that. You be nice. No, Cody. You be nice. So Cody goes, listen, I don't want to break this up. Okay. I did not want this breakup. Jeff, You're reading too many tabloids. I didn't want to break this up. And Robin says, I know, but he wasn't trying to be mean, Cody. Like, just imagine having to spend any time of your day talking your husband down from screaming about how people are reading the tabloids. Sir, first of all, anybody read no damn tabloid? (laughs) We're going to websites and social media accounts. The tabloids. Like, like we're all rushing to the grocery store to read Star Magazine to see what's going on with Cody Brown and family. Okay, girl. No, we're going to the Ashley like normal people, like we have been for years. So then we get to this conversation at Coyote Pass. The one where Mary and Cody officially, officially break up. Some viewer calls Mary a doormat and she, you know, tries to do, you know, this is my fight song, women's empowerment shit. Respectfully, ma'am, I disagree. I reject the idea of being a doormat because what I was doing was staying in a committed marriage. But you were the only one committed to that marriage, Mary. Never mind. When Robin mentions how she doesn't like being looped in with Cody, everybody thinks what I think Cody thinks, blah, 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 and how that should also factor into the, you know, her getting her own portion of Coyote Pass. Mary actually kind of agrees with her, sort of. But Janelle actually slides it in there that because Robin and Cody are legally married, obviously that would present a different situation from all the other women leaving the family because Robin would be entitled to half or more of anything that Cody had. But then Mary comes back and she makes a good point of saying that if the point that Cody was trying to make and why she couldn't get extra land now that Christine left was that Cody was keeping a plot of land for the kids, but the point of all the wives is was to pass their plot of land down to their kids. 
then what does it really matter? What does he need an extra plot for if every child technically would be taken care of? Now, I guess technically, technically, Christine's kids wouldn't be taken care of, but, you know, we all know that doesn't matter because they're not going to be over there anyway. Cody's argument is that his plot of land, his additional plot of land, would be basically neutral territory for all of the children to come dilly-dally or whatever. I don't know what he thinks they're going to be doing. Like, let's even picture in our mind's eye that this would be the best case scenario and Cody has not fucked up his relationships with, I don't know, like 13 of his 18 children. Um, what what all is going to be going on in that plot of land that they need to have this, like, special grounds for the chillins, for the kinfolk? What, what's happening? But we're not even in the best of places. We're, we're in reality. So, like, who's going to come over there anyway, Cody? Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Which kind of makes a point for Mary. Because basically at this point, you don't have any more kids than Mary does. So there's that. <laughs> After that, Christine says in a clip that Cody blames them for not being nice enough to Robin. And Cody tries to get real sassy and say, no, what it really was is that Christine wasn't nice enough to me. Okay. And Christine was complaining about Janelle and Mary for years. So blaming me for all this and blaming Robin for all this is actually a lie. So... Then they showed this Janelle clip where Christine says that her having this conversation with her brothers about leaving was as much for her brothers as it was for Janelle to hear because she wants her to know, you know, it's all right. It's going to be okay on the other side. And Janelle actually pushes back on this quite a bit. And she goes, you know, this actually really annoys me because I've been separated from Cody and I'm fine. And Christine acts like I'm sitting here needing encouragement to leave that I need to be shown that it's okay. And that's just bullshit because I have left. I have three kids that still live in Flagstaff and the assets are all messed up and I can't take my part of our estate and go somewhere. I don't need to be told that I have the power to leave. I've left. I just haven't moved, which is fair. <laughs> fair enough. You did also say that if he was nice to your kids, you would still be there though. But you left and we do have to recognize that. Halfway into the episode, we go full 90 Day Fiance pillow talk because Jen, our BFF Jen, Mary's husband, walks in to sit down and share her thoughts. And thank you, Jen. We appreciated you for that. They start off by playing the scene where Mary says that she's not going to be renewing her lease and like, you know, saying in Flagstaff, Jen starts clapping. And then when Robin is sitting on the other side of the bench crying, Jen goes, I don't understand why it matters. Like, why is she upset? <laughs> and so Mary goes, well, I think maybe it just came down to the fact that Robin wanted a plural family. And Jen goes, I understand that. But you've also been trying to build up a relationship with them. And every time you try, it's like something happens. Like, oh, we were supposed to do something and then something falls through. So I don't understand why Robin's upset. Like, I just don't. <laughs> and thank you for telling us the truth. The confirmation that Robin is flaky as hell. She will not stick to a commitment of hanging out with Mary. So what are you so upset about when you don't want to hang out with Mary ever to begin with? 
Which would be the same question of Cody, if you were never in love with Christine, then why are you so upset that she left? Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jen. Mary's still trying to help Robin out here. She says, well, I think ultimately she did want plural marriage because then why would she keep saying it to me? Like, why would she keep saying, hey, hold on. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. That's kind of selfish because even if she did want it, there was nothing there for you. So I'm really struggling with that. I mean, we're entitled to our own feelings, but I'm just, I'm struggling with why she's upset when you're doing something good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, there's an adult in the room. Thank you so much. I wish you had been on the other side of that bench. I really wish. We had had a, a, a Robin Whisperer in the name of Jen. Maybe we should try that for season uh, 20. If you guys want to put, put a mic pack on Jen and have her scoot on down to Flagstaff and have a conversation with Robin. I would love that. That would be Emmy Fodder. You're welcome. You're welcome for that. So then Mary says, well, I just assumed that she has like, you know, a lot of emotions and I think she does want me to be happy and she also does want that big family. And Jen just goes, yeah. <laughs> okay. So then they show Christine and Jen's reaction to Cody telling Mary that she needs to stop making things in their relationship about what he says and to just make things in their relationship about what they are. Both of them said exactly what I said when he said that, which is, but what you're saying is the same thing as what you guys are in the relationship. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then Janelle says, if you really listen to what Cody's saying to basically all of us except for Robin, he sends mixed messages to all of us. He just tries to test out which one has the most real estate. He just poops out of his mouth and hopes that something sticks. But it doesn't. You just slip and slide and throw all that diarrhea come out of your mouth. Okay? And then Jen says, this is why you thought you were still married to him for 10 years because of comments like this. Like the things that he says about, oh, let's uh, go walk the property and see what we're going to plan out for the future. This is why you still thought he, you were married to him. And then in response to Cody saying that he's been managing his relationship with Mary for like seven years, both Jen and Christine both ask, what does he mean by managing it? Because it seems like he's been ignoring it. Is that ignoring it? Is that what he means? How he, is that how he manages it? And then wouldn't you guess it? Robin starts crying. Hmm. And then Christine watches Robin crying in the TV and goes, oh my God. <laughs> Just rolls her eyes. And then she goes, sorry, can you pause real quick? Because I'm not laughing because she's crying. I'm really not. I'm just like, I'm just struggling with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Robin says that in a confessional, something about how, you know, I can't just sit there and watch them decide to break up. I can't sit here and watch them. And Christine goes, well, why doesn't she just get in her car and leave then? <laughs> and then, of course, Robin's trying to drum up a tear in real time while she and Cody are holding hands. You have to be, like, really unpack that, Robin. You need to be soothed and have your hand held by the man who's burned up everything in his world to stay with you because he loved you. He's got to soothe you to watch you cry about another woman who has not been emotionally fulfilled by this man in over a decade. Leave. Finally get the nuts to leave. And you're crying. And the man who didn't give a fuck about her is soothing you. You sick. You sicko. <laughs> After that, all the girls, Christine, Jen, and Janelle, all agree that it's bullshit for Robin to say in a confessional that if there's anything she could say right now, it would just be to let's not make any decisions today. Jen straight up calls it selfish. And Janelle says, if I tried to stop it, like, I basically just created a situation that went on a lot longer than it should be, than it should have. So Janelle says it's also literally bullshit that Cody would call it an act, that the things that he was doing with Mary was an act or a performance, because he was doing a lot of things 
changing diapers, a lot of very intimate things that were not the act of somebody who was just performing husband. Like, it was some real shit with him and Mary. Jen says, I've seen love letters from you guys in the beginning. Like, it was real. It has not been real since, you know, the OC has been on the air. But at some point, Saved by the Bell, it was real then, for sure. And then Robin has to coach Cody into sort of kind of admitting that at some point he was in love with Mary because Cody says that when he went on his honeymoon with Robin, you know, the glorious 72 days that he, they spent in San Diego while um, Christine was still healing from giving birth to Truly, um, that during that vacation they were saying all these nice things about Mary. This is what he was saying to Robin. Like, how romantic. But it wasn't because he was in love with Mary. It was because of some jumbled reason he was trying to convince himself that he loved her. To which Robin says, but the point is that you were doing those things because you thought you loved her. So there must have been love there at some point. And he keeps trying to get out of it. But she's like, no, but you're saying that you did all these things as an act of love. So he must have loved her. (laughs) And he's like, no, no. They play the clip where Robin says that it's not true about um, him and Mary not being in love. And then he apologizes for rolling his eyes at her. Like, these two are such dorks. (laughs) Then we get to the part where, you know, my sacred covenant to you, Robin, is if I was ever not in love with you, that I would leave. You made me promise you that. Okay? So basically... They, Jen says, no, no, sorry, Janelle says, I actually think that's a really weird thing to promise your wife. Like, it feels very superficial because there are times in a relationship where you fall out of love over several years, many times over several years. So, you know, why would you say something like that? But then Jen really hits on something. She looks at Mary and says, it kind of sounds like, one, that's a weird thing to say. But two, it's weird because it sounds like maybe Cody had already been telling Robin about the issues that he was having with you other three and that Robin's response to that was like, well, we should never be in that place. Like, promise me you never, like you and I will never get to that place. And you could tell that that was a real light bulb moment for Mary. (laughs) It was like, I've never thought about that. Yeah, girl. He's been talking shit about you this whole time. And, and form in a real comfortable bed over in that big ass house in Flagstaff. And in his little office in, in, in Vegas. Remember when Robin tried to be like, Cody does not and did not spend all of his time at my home as the wives think. He had an office at my house, but he wasn't there. He was just there. <laughs> oh my God. Then Mary, uh, when Mary and Robin hold hands and look at each other at that bench and they're both telling each other like, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I wanted either. Mary. And then Cody has to say, this is not what I wanted either. Christine just pauses the clip and goes, she just, bleh, just fake vomits multiple times. She made sure to do a, a thorough vomit on both sides and in the center. <laughs> Just in case you didn't see it. By this time, there's about five minutes left in the episode. All of the life force has drained from Robin. Do you guys remember that commercial from like like maybe 10, 15 years ago? It was a, an anti-weed smoking PSA where uh, the girl is smoking weed with her friend and she just like... Like a, like Stretch Armstrong flattens on the couch. Like that's what Robin looked like. Just like nothing in her. It was hilarious to me. So they play the clip where Mary and Cody are hugging goodbye. And Jen says, hug seems kind of weird. Like in this situation, maybe, maybe high fives is more appropriate. And then she looks right at the camera and goes, that's the most action Mary's gotten from Cody in years. <laughs> and she was right. Then they play the clip where Robin is all alone crying at the end of the bench, her grandpa's bench, right? Looking at the mountain, shaking. 
And then they play the clip where Cody's like in his little panties flexing for the camera because Robin's talking about the good old day. The the good old day that they had there <laughs> as a family in that little shit pit that they had when it still had water in it. And, and you know, Robin's going on in her little soliloquy about how, you know, I was back there. My sister wives sitting on the porch. And Cody's running around like he does. And her talking about the good times. And our grandkids. Remember when she said that? And basically, <laughs> she says, like, Janelle pauses the clip and she goes, you know, to make that happen, there would have been a situation where, you know, she didn't maybe make Cody feel so great in her home that he didn't want to leave and then monopolize all his time and then... Janelle says, actually, I really feel like this is all Cody's responsibility, not Robin's, to be honest with you. Someone commented, like a viewer said something about how their blood pressure is too high. Please end this. My blood pressure is too high. It was a Twitter comment. And, and Robin goes, oh yeah, me too. And then Cody says, Cody somehow catches this tweet's high blood pressure. The sarcastic high blood pressure is contagious through the iPad, where Cody's like, oh, my blood pressure's too high, too. I'm feeling sick to my stomach. Oh, I gotta go. Sir, shut up. Shut up. This was great, you guys. This is a great two-part series. And I can't talk, I can't wait to talk about the, uh, the Look Back part two series as well. So, check that out. You can find it on demand. I actually looked on Max, and I didn't see it there, so sorry about that. I don't know. Maybe they'll put it up later. But thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. Love you. Bye.